Hey guys, I'm Nick here with Tanner and Zach, and thanks for tuning into the Voyager Way, a podcast dedicated to sharing our passion for everything outdoors with listeners just like you. Whether it's talking about incredible trips we've been on, teaching you the best way to get your own adventure started, or talking with amazing guests about the incredible things they've done or places they've been. You can find it all here on the Voyager Way. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to the Voyager Way podcast. Um, so one of the perks of actually being roommates with one of the people that you create these podcasts with is that we can have kind of impromptu recordings about stuff that's going on in our lives right now. So today, um, you guys get Zach and I, and we're going to talk about a hiking trip, that hiking and camping trip that Zach literally just got back from like an hour ago. Um and this hiking trip happened to be with four strangers that he had never been hiking or camping with before. So can you uh, tell us a little bit about how this kind of idea got started? Yeah. So we, as we've talked about in some of our previous podcasts, we, um, we've done a lot of work with this Voyager program um, based out of central Minnesota, and that's who I'm working for currently. And so we've tried to figure out ways how we can expand the program beyond the canoe trips in the summer. And so one thing that came to my mind in the fall, especially in Minnesota with how beautiful it is, is to do some type of hiking trip. And in Minnesota, we have something called the MEA weekend, which I'm not exactly sure what it is, but you get four days off, Thursday, Friday, <laughs> Saturday, Sunday. And so what better way to spend a weekend than to do a fall hiking trip? Um, but we'll talk a little bit more about the weather a little bit later. Yeah. But So we, we went up to the Superior Hiking Trail, which basically runs... Um, just south of Lake Superior, basically along the whole lake, and then it ends at the Canadian border. Um, and so we just did a small section of it for the weekend, but um, we had a bunch of men and women reach out about doing it. And so we had two groups, a men and a women's group. And um, my group, the men's group, we started a little bit further south, and then the women's group started a little bit further north. Cool. And then we both dropped our vans and then basically just crisscrossed and ended at each other's vehicles so it worked out perfect logistically nice and you um, you kind of like you put out like an instagram post or something that was like you're almost telling people that you're just giving away this experience kind of for free just to kind of see like get some feedback about how they enjoyed it or what was kind of the goal behind giving it like giving a trip out like this for free yeah we wanted to see what the response would kind of be like for a trip like this and our goal is to kind of provide the experience and then get feedback from the participants gotcha um what went well what could be better those kinds of things so we know for future reference it, and, filled, it filled up the same day didn't it the same yeah day it filled up like a couple hours oh really sick yeah, okay so. so there's definitely people interested in doing this kind of stuff yeah absolutely yeah. And, and i think it helps that a lot of people are kind of cooped up inside right now and just ready to do something outside that's true yeah so you were gone you guys left on thursday yeah we left early thursday morning and then we hiked half of thursday um, cause it takes about four hours to get up there from where we are, okay. um, and where we started. And then, so we hiked half of Thursday, um, all day, Friday, Saturday, and then half of today, Sunday. Oh, really? And then just got back a couple hours ago. So. Dang. Okay. That's super cool. And so how long was the drive that the girls made first and that you guys kind of made coming back with the van that they left? So our drive was about four hours and they did about four and a half hours. Okay. Oh, uh, so it wasn't really, okay. That makes sense. Um, how do you guys know how much distance you covered? It was probably mid thirties. Okay. Mid 30 miles. So, yeah. so yeah, I mean, uh, the, the people who are in our group, some of them have had 
no hiking experience. Some yeah. of them have had a little bit like day trips. Some of them have had like a couple days overnight. Yeah. So really it was a broad range of experience as well as age. It was for high school age students. So anybody from freshmen to seniors could do it. Cool. And so the, the age and the um, experience varied quite a bit. So we wanted to meet somewhere in the middle as far as distance for the days. Yeah. So like since we were only doing like a half day, the first and the last day, we decided somewhere between like five and seven miles for those. And then kind of for the more full days, we did somewhere between like 10 and 12. And nice. then it ended up being around like 30 some miles. Did you guys need a permit to, to hike on there or no. camp on there or anything like that? No. So the Spear Hiking Trail is super cool. Yeah, you don't need any permits or anything like that. It literally runs along the whole entire North Shore of Minnesota along Lake Superior. Sick. So literally anywhere, if you just cut off of the lake and went... Um, further like inland you'd cross it at some point yeah and so um yeah there's just designated campsites so if as long as you have a map it'll show you where the designated campsites are and how many tent pads are at each site um so it works out super well and if uh i suppose right now we can give out the information if you go to superiorhiking.org that's like the trail association's website and they have all the information for yeah maps books those kinds of things so any resources for the trail that's the best place to find it i can't imagine there was too many people on the trail like this kind of time of year was there no yeah so i think the the most um populated parts of the trail are when you get into like the state park areas because you'll get a lot of people who park at the state parks and do the hikes there and then they'll like venture off for day hikes on the spirit oh gotcha so that's where we'd run into people but like once you're out of the state parks we didn't see anybody and so we had every campsite to ourselves. it was was super nice huge and i know i know we got snow on friday did you guys what was the weather like for you we got a lot of snow yeah (laughs) um well i guess we didn't not a lot comparatively but for october mid-october we got about four inches i think maybe up there like stuck or did it yeah it was super beautiful really okay cool Um, so yeah we were actually walking and we were kind of playing leapfrog with this group when we were taking breaks and doing that kind of stuff. And eventually they were walking with us or sorry, they were coming against us yep. when they were originally going with us and they were like, yeah, we're turning back. There's a, <laughs> there's a blizzard coming and we're not prepared at all. Oh, no. So we're like, all right, well at least we know that yeah. we're still going to stay, but at least we know that now. And yeah, so all day Saturday it snowed the entire day. Really? And then, this morning we woke up and all the snow is there and nice. everything. So it was super beautiful. Did you know trees. it was going to, did you have an inkling? Was it like, did you look at the, obviously you looked at the weather beforehand. Like were you guys pretty prepared or? Yeah. When we looked at the weather before we left, it was like the temperature, like the high during the days was like mid thirties. And then the lows was like mid twenties at night. <laughs> okay. Um, but it said on Saturday it was supposed to rain originally. Oh. And so I'm glad it snowed. Yeah. That's probably rain. worse. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But it was supposed to be like 38 and rain on Saturday, but it must have dropped a little bit lower. And so it was got some yeah. snow. Nice. Okay. But cool. Um, when, so what day, you guys must have passed the girls then, the girls, um, the women's trip that yeah. was going down? We were supposed to, we never actually saw them, which was weird because the the way the route was set up was there was a, the Cascade River went through like basically like the midpoint of our routes. Yep. And there's two trails one on each side of the river that is part of the spear hiking trail. And so we ended up taking 
um, one on the west side of the river because it was more convenient from the area that we are coming from. And yeah. from, for them, it was more convenient to do it on the east side. <laughs> no way. So we ended up passing each other, but we never saw each other. So you just really happened weird. to do it at that one point where you guys were taking a different trail. Yeah. Wow. That's funny. So did you, have you talked to, to them at all? Like how, how their, their trip went? A little bit. Yeah. I, I mean, it was cold obviously yeah. for them too. Um, but I think they all really enjoyed it and had a good time. So did you guys bring as far as gear wise, like to kind of, if anybody's wondering about like what kind of gear you would like preemptively bring, um, in addition to kind of the stuff, so, like if you're going on a summer hiking and camping trip, like what extra stuff did you bring, um, this time just cause you knew it was gonna be a little bit colder. Yeah, I mean, I guess it kind of depends on the person, but we brought, like, I usually wouldn't bring, like, if it was in the middle of summer, I probably wouldn't bring a sleeping pad. That's just okay. my preference. So yeah. we had sleeping pads because the ground's pretty much frozen. Yep. So that helps keep you a lot warmer. Um, we also had just extra layers like down jackets and fleece okay. um, just to stay extra warm at night. Gloves. Um, Press some beanies, like hats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. some more like winter apparel kind of stuff. One thing that we did every night because it was cold was we would boil a pot of water and then we dump it into our Nalgene's and then sleep with that like on <laughs> okay. our chest nice. or like between our legs to like basically preheat our sleeping bags as well as like keep it warm yeah. for at least a few hours throughout the night gotcha um, and that was a game changer that keeps cool. you so much warmer so um, and then I, was, I would also probably recommend like higher calorie and more energy food i was gonna say what was your food like because you i mean you're only gone for like three or four days so like you could probably bring some stuff that you wouldn't have brought if it was a longer trip but yeah we uh a lot of our food was like dehydrated kind of foods that we would normally bring on like a summer trip but we had we would try to eat like as much as we could like right before we went to bed so that your body is like has stuff to burn like in the nights to help keep you warm yeah um yeah, I wouldn't say like anything was really different. We just probably had a little bit more of it because we were gone for a shorter period of time. So we were yeah. able to carry the extra weight. So did you guys just do fires mostly or just did you bring stoves? So we oh, did. Wait, did you, did you bring that uh, little tin thing? Yeah, so I, I have something that's called a solo stove. And basically what it is is it's like a... If you think of like a coffee container, it looks something like that, like a, a tin metal container where you basically put like thumb sized twigs, like tiny little twigs into it and fill it up and you light a fire in it. And then it has like a little cover for it where you set a pot. So it basically concentrates the fire into like a stove. Yeah, into like a just little... six. You start a little mini fire in the bottom of this thing and just the way that it's built makes it like a stove. Yeah, and the size of it is like the size of a, uh, a stove, but you don't need to bring any fuel and it only uses like thumb-sized pieces of wood. That's which are so like nuts. Super tiny. So that was did super nice. It? Yeah, it was really, really nice to use. Um, but we did have fires every night because it was chilly. So yeah. we had that as warmth, but then we'd also sometimes occasionally put like one pot on that little stove and then we'd put the other one like on the fire yeah, yeah. to boil it. Wait, how much did you have to like stoke it? Like keep adding twigs to that little, that little tin thing. Was, um, it like, it, was it less than you'd think or was it like about as much, like did it burn off pretty quick since they were like pretty small? It burns fairly fast, but it burns like so fine. Like when you dump it out, it's like super powder. Yeah. So it burns like super well. Sick. Um, so yeah. yeah, the bigger the twigs are like in thickness, the longer they'll last. Kind yeah. Of like a regular fire. Yeah. So. Okay, cool. Um, do you guys do any fishing or anything like that while you're on there? Or? I thought about bringing a rod, but I figured I probably didn't need to bring the extra yeah. way for anything. But we did walk by some 
um, beautiful rivers and like some huge gorges with some waterfalls. The Cascade River was yeah. the main one. Cool. Uh, with some big gorges and waterfalls and drop-offs. So that was super, super pretty. Nice. So what was your... What was your favorite part of the trip and what did you did you hear like from any of the guys that were going like what their favorite part was? So I think my favorite part were probably like the river. The river was super beautiful with the gorges and kind of the cliffs and all of that kind of stuff as yeah. well as like our campsites were right on these like super beautiful like ponds and lakes were like especially like this morning they were just filled with like snow on all the trees around it. Yeah. Um and the water was super clear and like the the super foggy from the cold air and then the warm water temperatures coming off of it. So Sick. that was super cool. It's so like the scenery was a big thing for me as well as like the overlooks over the Sawtooth Mountains and like Lake Superior, those kinds of things. Yeah. Um, and I think for them, the participants, uh, the scenery was a big thing for them as well. Um, last night, actually, we were sitting by the fire and we heard a bunch of wolves howling. Really? And then this morning when we were hiking out, we saw some of their tracks. Um, so, no way. But we heard them like way off. Yeah, yeah. But then the tracks were probably only a couple miles from where we were sleeping. <laughs> yeah. So that was really cool to like see evidence that we weren't just hearing anything. Or yeah, like that. cool. Was there anything that like you like are taking from this experience like moving forward with like the like the Voyager kind of setting up these kind of trips? Was there anything that kind of took you by surprise or did it go about as you kind of thought it would? I think it went about how we were expecting it to go. Um, I mean, the reality of expedition life is nothing ever goes according to plan. Yeah, so yeah. like there's always things that don't go according to plan and you just kind of figure out a way to make it work. And yeah. so that's kind of what we did. And so I think um, for the most part, it, it went about how we were expecting. Cool. So. so if anybody's listening who would like potentially want to like join you and like, or be a part of trips like this, like that the Voyager program kind of, guides and gives you all the gear and kind of set, like takes you through this kind of stuff where would people go to kind of uh figure that out or just yeah. get get in touch yeah if you go to the voyager website which is www.les-voyagers.org yep. um, you can go to the main website and there's a contact page and if you just send a little email or fill out the little submission form there it'll just get emailed right to me Cool. And so um, let me know your interest in a hiking trip or any other kinds of trips you'd like to see the program put on. Um, we can I'll shoot an email right back and we can talk a little bit more about it. But yeah, this year it was great and I hope we can do more again next year. And I know we have some stuff coming up here, hopefully in the, the winter and spring as well. Cool. Um, yeah, that's freaking awesome. Uh, we hope you guys kind of enjoyed this little short uh, impromptu podcast uh, about another one of our outdoor adventures that might even inspire you to kind of get out of your comfort zone a little bit and join a group or reach out to some people to kind of get into your own adventures. So uh, thanks for tuning in. God bless and have a great rest of your day. Thanks for tuning into the Voyager Way podcast. Follow us on social media at the Voyager Way for more content from all our outdoor adventures and plenty of how-to videos to get you started on some adventures of your own.